I'm, I'm crapping the bed. I'm taking it too serious. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm starting a new segment this week. We're rolling in hot. This week in, ooh, that's got to hurt. This is on Gateway Pundit. This is Blue Collar Blacklisted, by the way. And you can find us. I wrote it down. Info at bcblpodcast.com. Huge. President Trump withdraws his endorsement of Hold Alabama's. On. Hold on. You, if it says oh, huge, sorry. you have to say it like Trump. Huge. It's really huge. It's huge. <laughs> President Trump withdraws his endorsement of Alabama's Mo Brooks for U.S. Senate. And the reason I, I open with this is this is we need more of this. Like that, that, that. <clears throat> this is big news. President Trump announced on Wednesday that he is withdrawing his endorsement of Rep. Mo Brooks for U.S. Senator from Alabama. President Trump released a statement on Wednesday morning. Trump explains that when Mo Brooks made the, quote, horrible mistake and went woke and said to put the presidential election, election scam behind you, that was it. And I agree. That's how I feel about a lot of these senators. Trump added, if we forget the radical left Democrats will continue to cheat and steal elections. Trump withdrew his endorsement this morning. Oh, here's a statement. Let's take a look. Mo Brooks of Alabama made a horrible mistake recently when he went woke and, sta and stated, referring to the 2020 presidential election scam, put that behind you, put that behind you, despite the fact that the election was rife with fraud and irregularities. If we forget that the radical left Democrats will continue to cheat and steal elections, just look at what is happening in Wisconsin, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and elsewhere, but tremendous progress has been made that will help us in 2022 and 2024. The 2020 election was rigged, and we can't let them get away with it. When I endorsed Mo Brooks, he took a 44-point lead and was unstoppable. He then hired a new campaign staff who brilliantly convinced him to stop talking about the 2020 election. He listened to them. Then, according to the polls, Mo's 44-point lead totally evaporated, all based on his 2020 <laughs> statement made at our massive rally in Coleman, Alabama. When I heard his statement, I said, Mo, you just blew the election, and there's nothing you can do about it. Very sad, but since he decided to go in another direction, so have I. And this is this is what needs to be done from the beginning. And if I had one of the few complaints I had about Donald Trump is that he he would hitch his wagon to these dirt bags, and then uh, Nikki Haley would be an example, and then which now uh, Nancy Mace, who he's doing this with her as well in South Carolina, and we need way more of this. If you're on America first, kick rocks, beat it, get the hell out of here, hit the road. Very sad, but since he decided to go another direction, so have I, and I'm hereby withdrawing my endorsement of Mo Brooks for the Senate. I don't think the great people of Alabama will disagree with me. Election fraud must be captured and stopped, or we won't have any country anymore. I will will be making a new endorsement in the near future. That is hilarious. And that's what you call, ooh, that's got to hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, I that's pretty they, nice. Yeah, I hope they springboard that. I made my opinion known at the gas pump today. Uh, did you use one of those stickers? No, better than that. I went to Sam's to get gas, and you know now like Sam's is one of the cheapest places you can get gas. So I didn't know we had Sam's in South Dakota. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's not like the big conglomerate Sam's. It's actually oh like, Sam's, yeah, Quick Stop, yeah, gotcha. Sam's, my bad. And yeah, you know, Samudio over there. And so um, we were over there, and the place was full. So because he has like seventeen pumps now, and so there was like a long line and everything. All the pumps were full and all that stuff, and so I waited my turn, and there were so many people there. The pumps were slow. I mean, they were you know just kind yeah. of dragging along and everything. And so I get to the pump, and I had my wife in the vehicle. We drive one of these big gas guzzling SUVs, and I'm not going to change. And so, uh, and it's like on it's on empty, and because 
my wife's been driving the SUV. The only mm-hmm. time I get to drive it is when it needs to be washed or filled up with gas or the oil changed. <laughs> so I get in it, and it's on empty. So we go, and, and I get the privilege of filling it up. And I'm one of these guys that put the pump in, in the, the tank. And then I get back in the car. And so I get out, and this other guy's on the other side of the pump. And it finally clicks off. And it's $108. Goodness gracious. $108. And so I put it up, and I take my phone out, and I take a picture of it. And in a very loud voice, so everybody can hear it. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you get with a fake president in office right there, boys. Right there, fake president. He said, what? How much was it? How much was it? $108. And he starts cussing. Yeah, he starts cussing. I say, yeah, that's what you get. What do you expect? Did he cuss Joe Biden? No. Uh, I think he was a Democrat. That's why I said it. No, he looked like he a He looked like it. Yeah, that's oh, okay. why I said it. Did he, did he have a pencil neck? No, but he had a... Did he have an earring? He had a, he had a, a vehicle that looked like Oh, it. did he have a BMW? A little bit worse. Oh, Volkswagen. Yeah, it was like one of those hybrid type vehicles, you know, that, oh, that runs oh, I'm on thinking about three different gallons. Type. I'm, I'm thinking of a different kind of uh, yeah. Democrat. Yeah. There's, okay. BMW is the worst car on the road. Yeah. I mean, if somebody listening has a BMW, like I suggest you get rid of it. You're you're driving a steaming pile, ticking time <laughs> off. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, as far as maintenance stuff, I have to agree. Well, anyway. Yeah. You know, you know the thing. And that brings us. Next, and this is not part of, ooh, that's got to hurt, by the way. Uh, this is on worldtribune.com, and I had briefly mentioned last week that there's things that are transpiring with election fraud that won't equate to anything about you know Trump being reinstated or any of that stuff. <clears throat> that's not real, but this is. Mesa County Report finds, this is on worldtribune.com. Mesa County Report finds illegal men. That was weird. Sorry. Somebody don't have their phone on Do Not Disturb. Whoopsie. Mesa Come County. on, man. Come on. <laughs> let's, let's take that from the top. Mesa County report finds illegal manipulation of tabulated vote data in 2020 and 2021 elections. A new report out of Mesa County, Colorado, details illegal electronic manipulation of voting data in, the bo- in both the 2020 presidential election and the 21 off-year election. The report documents the findings of an examination of tabulated vote databases based on forensic analysis of the drive image of Mesa County's Dominion Voting Systems Election Management System server. According to the report, the findings provide evidence of unauthorized and illegal manipulation of tabulated vote data during the 2020 general election and the 2021 Grand Junction Municipal Election. Because of this evidence, which led to the vote totals for those elections being impossible to verify, the results and integrity of Mesa County's 2020 general election and the 21 Grand Junction Municipal Election are in question. Trump spokeswoman Liz Harrington noted that 2,500... I'm sorry, that was a Joe Biden moment. 25,913 ballots cannot be validated for the 2020 election and the unauthorized election databases were created contrary to law. Harrington added that the report states that 10 batches of ballots were recorded as being scanned in 47 seconds, which is physically impossible. The same manipulation was discovered in the 2021 Grand Junction Municipal Election, affecting 8,540 ballots that cannot be validated, Harrington noted. Among the report's findings, there was unauthorized creation of new election databases during early voting in the 2020 general election on October 21, 2020, followed by the digital reloading of 20,346 ballot records into the new election databases 
making the original voter intent recorded from the ballots unknown. In addition, 5,567 ballots in 58 batches did not have their original, I'm sorry, their digital records copied to the new database, although the votes from those ballots, the ballots in those batches were recorded in the main election database. The same unauthorized creation of new election databases occurred during the 2021, the Grand Junction Municipal Election of March 30, 2021, followed by the digital reloading of 2,974 ballot records, making the original voter intent recorded on those ballots unknown. In addition, 4,458 ballots in 46 batches did not have their digital records copied to the new database, although the votes from the ballots in those batches were recorded in the main election database. The absence of secure hash algorithm files for, and I, I know totally what that is, files for each digital ballot image makes the authenticity of each digital ballot image and the ballot level record for these ballots impossible to verify. The true the vote count in Mesa County, Colorado cannot be accurately calculated for the 2020 general election or the 21 Grand Junction election. <clears throat> Dominion's installation of trusted build update on EMS in May of 21 as ordered by the Colorado Secretary of State destroyed all data on the EMS hard drive, including the batch and ballot records that evidence the creation of new databases and reprocessing of ballot records described in finding, findings one and two above. The destruction of all data by the trusted build is described in the Mesa County, Colorado Voting Systems Forensic Examination and Analysis Report. And it goes on and on. There's a ton of stuff in there. But... Uh, there's a few different, uh, was it uh, Pennsylvania? We'll have that up in just a minute. Uh, go to that next one, because this was from a hearing today. This is on Gateway Pundit. True the vote, Wisconsin Assembly hearing. 7% of ballots cast at ballot drop boxes in Wisconsin in 2020 were trafficked. Over 137,000 votes. Catherine Engelbright and Greg Phillips of True the Votes testified Thursday, that's today, before the Campaigns and Elections Committee in the Wisconsin Assembly on their investigation of ballot trafficking, trafficking at ballot drop boxes in Wisconsin. According to True the Vote, 7% of the ballots in Wisconsin at the ballot drop boxes were likely fraudulent votes. They estimate over 137,000 ballots were trafficked in Wisconsin. Joe Biden, quote, won Wisconsin by less than 21,000 votes. <clears throat> Greg Phillips from True the Vote testified that they saw similar results in all battleground states. Phillips also posted mappings of the ballot trafficking in Milwaukee. Look at this. Absolutely amazing. And so this is the type of stuff that you're going to see over the next two and a half years up until we get to the 2024 election. And, and when you say look at this, there'll be links in the description. Yeah, we're, we're looking at satellite so. image of, uh, uh, with data tags and routes. And this is kind of uh, what, what they were showing for Dinesh D'Souza's uh, documentary coming up. Uh, what is it? 20,000 Mules, I think is what the name of it is. But... This stuff has to stop. This this absolutely cannot continue. But we'll have more in just a minute. This is Blue Collar Blacklisted. And we will have a quick word with Rex. And that's info at bcblpodcast.com. What did you have to say? Oh, if you like our podcast, go ahead and subscribe. What if they don't like it? If you don't like it, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the oh. like button. Okay. Okay. And so everybody knows we're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Audible, Amazon, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, Castlebox, Stitcher, and two new platforms, TuneIn and Pandora. And thought, please, if you like those, if you don't like them, get on there, give us a five-star review. That helps all the algorithms. That helps bring us to the top. That helps get our podcast out there. If you could do that for us, 
leave a five-star review, leave us a good comment, leave us a bad comment. We like <laughs> we like any of it. So if you're going like to leave us a bad comment, you should call in, though, Amazon buyer. Yes, but we love it. We we love to interact with our fans. Uh, it's it's awesome. We're so happy that everybody listens. Uh, so, yeah, leave us, a, leave us a five-star review, leave us a comment, and you can find us on any of those platforms. I think Rex is a little bit flattered. He is. And t- since Captain Reverso isn't here this evening, I'll say what he would have thought if he was here for that. When you said there was a few new and you said that there was a pocket cast. Is that right? What's it called? <laughs> Prison pocket cast. Boom roasted. Yeah. Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there algorithms. I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. The public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Yeah, we know what algorithms are too, right? Yes. Yeah, so if the people, uh, we asked some people, if you noticed last week that there was less editing of the podcast and you liked it, send us an email. If you didn't like it, send us an email. Let us know what you think about it because uh, Buford, is, his fingers are tired from all the clicking. He, he doesn't, he likes a polished a, a polished show, but his time's important. Yeah. Yeah, and, there's, yeah. Been a little, there's been a little debate going on whether people like, all the ums and the uhs and all and the off-color jokes. Yes. Yeah. So if there's no editing, then Captain Reverso will have a lot more airtime. Yeah, there we'll will. We'll warn so, you. You might be offended. Well, what I, you're saying, you is, know, is, go ahead. His producer generally likes it neat, tidy, and groomed. And this past week, we kind of went all natural. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an idea. Uh, if you, you do, you have a counter. Are you going to count every time? No, okay. I actually took a picture of the uh, last time that. Now we're in trouble. No, I, I took a picture of the last time. <laughs> we're fired. We're getting of, yelled of, at. Of the cuts yeah. and everything when I edit it, mm-hmm. and there were like nine hundred and ninety-seven splices and cuts, and uh, that, was, that was quite a bit, but. What I was going to say. Stanley and Rex both feel like dogs that pooped on the carpet. Well, the thing is, and honestly, I just want to kind of go ahead and maybe just cast the blame your way because I feel like it was pretty much all you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blaming it on Reverso because he's not here. It it makes my seat not so hot. Here's the thing. No, what I was going to say is with this whole subscription service that uh, Spotify has offered us, Maybe the subscribers could get the unedited version. I don't know. Unedited ver- like we, the thing is, Reverso's Reverso's um, his negativity got us kicked off of so many things. Yeah, he got banned <laughs> from Twitter. So I mean, who was he arguing with? Betty White or somebody? I think is it Betty White dead? Yeah, I think she did. Die, it, didn't no, she? it was. I know who it was, but like I was just wondering if she's dead. It was Bette Midler. Oh, she's a huge lib. And uh, and a dirt bag, and her uh, it look man, her movies stink. Yeah, she's irrelevant. The only thing I know about Bed Midler is they mentioned that Michael, the character on The Office, liked her. I don't I don't know anything. The Devil Wears Prada. I, I've never seen that. 
because it's stupid. <laughs> Can I judge a book they by didn't its cover? Make that movie to appeal to to me. Therefore, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could look. I picked up. I picked it up, and this looks stupid. And then I threw it in the floor. <laughs> a blockbuster. That's how old I am. <laughs> a blockbuster <laughs> where it belongs. Back when you had to rewind the movies before you returned them. Yes, it was a VHS. But it was not a DVD, and it certainly wasn't a Blu-ray. We were too poor for all that. Yeah, I don't even know what a Blu-ray is. So, in light of what we were just talking about with uh, Dominion Machines, this is also on Gateway Pundit, and this is from today as well. <clears throat> Pennsylvania Supreme Court prevents Senate audit of Dominion voting machines in the state. Free and fair elections are finished in PA. Well, we'll see. Pennsylvania is a hotbed of corruption. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court stepped in and stopped an audit of Dominion voting machines in Fulton County. The court prevented the state Senate from performing an audit on of voting machines in the state, even though the legislature oversees the election process in the state. <clears throat> Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Stanley. Can you pause that? Sure. Uh, Fulton County, what a coincidence. That's the same thing they would do in Atlanta, it's Fulton County. Yes. Yeah, okay. Fulton County would, uh, I don't know if that's uh, Pittsburgh or, what's the other one? Yeah, but I mean, just when I see Fulton County, I automatically. What's the city of brotherly love? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay. History lesson with Rex. Yeah, you know what, when you say brotherly love, you know what everybody thinks about there. Yeah, well, didn't He's we have? <laughs> doesn't mean what it used to. Uh, Dominion Voting Systems won an appeal in Pennsylvania's highest court on Monday in a bid to ensure that any inspection of its voting machines as, par- as part of Republican lawmakers' inquiry into Pennsylvania's 2020 election be done by a laboratory that has specified credentials. The Democratic majority state Supreme Court ruled five to two along party lines to overturn a January decision by a Republican judge on the lower Commonwealth Court. That judge ruled that Dominion could not intervene in a wider case involving an inspection of its equipment used by a heavily Republican Fulton County in 2020's election. So, no, it's not either of those. <clears throat> Dominion's court case is but one tentacle of a Republican undertaking in Pennsylvania inspired by former President Donald Trump's, quote, basis claims of election fraud. That wasn't on Gateway Pundit. That was linked to go back up. I feel like reversals here. I right, whoa. To just a little more. How are you? Morning that? call. This is for this. That's who it's My from. The goodness. morning call. Well, sue me. I can't help that you didn't take good notes. <laughs> I take no notes. I have an outline. It's like when you trace a drawing as a kid. Yeah, that's just me. I trace our show. I just look <laughs> that, that up. Fill in the a, rest. According to. Uh, 2019 statistic it says there is 14,506 people in Fulton County so that's a relatively small county mm-hmm. uh, but they don't they want to go ahead and get that go go ahead and get rid of that before this thing gains any traction well it's also setting precedent that they can't mess with those machines yeah so there is much that this article does to tell you as of last year there are no contractors accredited by the EAC period the two firms that have given predictable opinions for years for the EAC were not accredited because their accreditations lapsed and were never renewed. We pointed this out in Arizona when Maricopa County claimed that they only wanted EAC-approved firms to perform their audit. We identified at that time that no firms were accredited. The day of a report to EAC suspiciously, suspiciously announced that they renewed two firms creden- renewed the two firms' credentials. I remember when that happened. We also know the former Dominion employees work at the EAC Huge conflict of interest. Therefore, any objectivity and independence of that institution are missing. Yeah, that's the type of stuff that's going on. 
We also know that during the Maricopa County audits, Dominion was on site. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court failed again and showed its horrible bias and lack of judgment. The Senate owns the election process in that state and should be able to have anyone they want to perform an audit of voting machines used in their state. Fulton County should be able to as well, for that matter, to ensure they are comfortable with the election results in their jurisdiction. The fact that not one single independent and objective forensic audit has been performed of the Dominion voting machines used in the 2020 election is outrageous, and that's true. The fact that Dominion has fought so hard to make this so is frightening. This was the only audit of Dominion voting machines outstanding from the 2020 election. No other audits have been performed. And so that Eric Coomer guy that had worked for them that was like an Antifa guy that that had talked about removing Trump from office, like none of that means anything. And he looked like he would probably drive a Volkswagen. Well, that's what I was getting at before because they just said that there's there hasn't been any other audits of a Dominion voting machine. The only audit that has been has been in this county that would – I won't say be largely irrelevant, but it's not one of the deciding factors. I mean, could it help? Right. Absolutely, but they want to kill that before it gains any traction. Yeah. Like, yeah, they do. And not the only want reason it would, the would have been a possibility there is because it was a Republican-controlled yes. county. Yeah, so that's where we're at with that. What is this here? No way. Yeah, I actually had a debate with the same person I was talking about last week. And it's it's going nowhere. It was an emotional based argument on their part, not mine. <clears throat> also on the gateway pundit, your tax dollars at works. Ukrainian officials keep getting caught fleeing country with suitcases full of cash and euros. This is a big shock. We need to send more money. We haven't done enough. The fact that they've squandered the money that was sent over the last two decades and didn't use it on their own defense. No. Is our responsibility still. And the thing is, like, nobody over there, I mean, even having Russia as a neighbor, it's like we never really put any thought into having a military until, well, by <laughs> God, I think we need a military. <laughs> I, it's it's too late. And, you know, now we need everybody else to provide us. One of the things about that Zelensky military. guy, uh, the Zelensky guy that's like, the, you know, he's this big, uh, like we talked about before, he's he's a patriot now. He's Braveheart, and when you look at his experience, it's like the the guy was a comedian and an actor, and it, it's crazy because he, the, I guess, he had a show that was kind of like what's occurring now, is is what they were saying, but it, it's 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 bonkers to me, dude. The whole situation, but <clears throat> anyhow. So, do you think that'll happen in the U.S. one day? What's that? That we'll have a guy leading the country that was. Uh, like an actor that was kind of like a, a Zelensky guy, you know, that has no... Well, I mean, Ronald Reagan, he, he was... An well, actor. yeah, I know he was an actor like that, but I'm, I'm saying like, uh, you know, that dressed in drag and, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, with the way things are going. Oh, yeah, I mean, look look at uh, Richard Levine and Pete Buttigieg, yeah. Buttigieg and his, his husband, Chastin. <laughs> Dude, I keep forgetting there was a story. Uh, it would have been three shows ago, which it didn't. It didn't make it on the show, and I don't. It was in my notes. <clears throat> but uh, Chaston was leading uh, <clears throat> children in a uh, pledge. Of you mentioned it last allegiance. week. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw it on my old notes on this uh, pad here. But yeah, we never got to that. But it was pretty sickening. Like to slap that guy. Yeah. Back to what we're talking about. The U.S. Senate passed a bipartisan $1.5 trillion bill on March 10th and included $13.6 billion in aid to Ukraine. Chuck Schumer touted the aid to Ukraine and pointed to it as a pressing reason for the Senate to quickly pass the... Got to do it quickly, people, because it's it's imperative because things are crazy. 
expediency is always good, especially when you're talking about 1.5 trillion of somebody else's money, the taxpayers. Massive 1.5 trillion spending bill. This was the same week that inflation hit 7.9% in the U.S., the highest inflation rate in 40 years. And I'm pretty sure they just gave themselves a 22% raise. Did I see that? It cost a living, dude. And, and the thing is, like, and I don't know anybody listening or you, any anyone, have you ever in your life gotten a 22% raise? For cost of living? Oh, yeah. So you would think, hey, man, we're going to send, what, $1.5 trillion over here? God, we're going to have to cut somewhere, dude. It's not going to be in my pocketbook. Well, well, let's, let's go ahead. Let's have an idea if you can find out where it might be going. Yeah. The wife of former Ukrainian MP, I can't pronounce this guy's name, Ior Korovsky. Hey, there you go. Maybe you should read this. Declared $28 million and 1.3 million euros when entering Hungary. Oh, there he is. He looks like, oh, never mind. That's an ad. Oh, wow. There's a picture of it. Wow. <laughs> the wife of former Ukrainian MP declared $28 million and 1.3 million euros when entering Hungary. He's faced allegations of corruption in the past. You don't say. And there are suitcases full There's, of American. I mean, wow. two, two suitcases. These are, I mean, just luggage. That's and they're, the, Those are all Benjamin. They've got $100 bills stacked. I mean, well, how deep do you think that is? If you've ever wondered <laughs> what $28 million looks like. Uh, that's it. There you go. That's great. That's, is that two or three suitcases? That's, that's three suitcases. Uh, two Samsonites there. Yes. Well, the, but the the one at the top, there's if that's the lid, it's full too. Can the lid be that? I, oh yeah, because it was held yeah, by that divider right there. Up. Okay, yeah. but yeah, so that one I wouldn't know. I've never stacked hundreds that deep. <laughs> Jeez Louise, dude! What is happening? Wait, but but look, here's is some this, snacks over here. What's he doing with these snacks? Is that snacks or is oh, that is he hoarding them too? What is it? Does he got Walmart? Is that great value? What is this? I don't know. Are those moon pies? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I think it's Star Crunch. <laughs> Oatmeal pies. I Again, mean, are, yeah, he's got this thing stacked up, lined with hundreds. Man, he's going to cruise through these like like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and he's going to eat the. I think I think those are uh, like the the uh, apple turnovers or cherry turnovers, but it looks like they have chocolate pudding. Their chocolate turnovers. Boom, yeah. mystery solved, done finally, because that was important. Listeners <laughs> need to know this. Not only is his butthole take, taking <laughs> taking our money across the border in Hungary. <laughs> He's taking yeah. great value Walmart brand chocolate turnovers. So he won't be hungry. Does he have? <laughs> he, he will not be hungry on the trip. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so, it really is. It's a, it's, a, it's a horrible thing. It's so bad. Dad joke. <laughs> oh, he's got to no, hit the I mean, switches. We, we need a bigger sound pad. Our sound. There we go. Ten minutes later. Uh... Can you scroll down, please? Yes. <laughs> I think we need two laptops, too. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And it's not the only one. Another Ukrainian diplomat tried to flee Ukraine with 68,000 euros, $140,000, 12 kilograms of gold, 13.8 kilograms of gold jewelry, and a large, <laughs> a large number of cigarettes. <laughs> uh, no Cuban cigars, though. Ukraine authorities detained a Ukrainian diplomat at a checkpoint. He tried to take out of the country 140,000, everything I just described. And there's a picture of that. Wow. I want to see what kind of cigarettes they are, because in my mind, they're them cheap ones. They're like L&Ms or something. <laughs> they're Doral. <laughs> you guys don't even know what good cigarettes look like. Camel. No, camels are good, right? Yeah. Newport menthol. 
They're gangsters. Wow. No, not, 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 I'm sorry. They're not gangsters. They're gangsters. There's a difference. Wow. Yeah. So since you're listening, hey, you, you can't see those see. hashtags right there. Those are the ones that are going to be tagged in this in this <laughs> episode. Ukraine, Russia, Russian war, U.S. Navy. There, there needs to be something about gold, stolen gold, Ukrainian corruption. Hashtag <laughs> boom roasted. Hey, we should have that. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to change the name of the boom roasted podcast too, since it get used so much on here. Right? No. Ah, uh, look, they they must have been in the lower echelon of society. Look how small their suitcase yeah, that's, was. That's that's well, he yeah. thought it. That's, that's a carry on. That, yeah, I was say, it's a carry on handbag. Yeah, and that's a thing. Queer. <laughs> that's <laughs> a man purse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you would add a man's luggage, they may not look, dude. Wait a minute. This is suspicious. What kind of fairy is this? Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, what he's holding right there that's wrapped up, I'm pretty sure, is heroin. <laughs> this fairy was trying to ferry some goods <laughs> in that man purse. They call that a merce, by the way. All right. Is that it? I think we got some more. Oh. No, same picture. Okay, well, that's, a, that's just the ones that got caught. <laughs> this should have also... Listen... I should have put this in the news segment yeah. this weekend. Oh, that's got to hurt. It's back already. We're on global news. Man, she's ugly. She's pretty ragged. And she's, she reminds me of Jenny from uh, Forrest Gump. Jenna. Yeah. Jenny in her later years. Let me see that headline. Stormy Daniels prefers jail to paying 300000 to Donald Trump for failed lawsuit. Wow, that's an yeah. ego for you. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, her and uh, the Michael Avenatti. You know, Michael Avenatti was gonna. He was gonna. They, the the left media championed that butthole. And all this was going on. This is his big claim to fame. This is one of the however many dozens of Trump takedowns. You remember this, right? Yeah. When he was doing the tour and do that. I mean, and he was eating it up, dude. It's like when you pet a cat. Like he's just part. He was loving it, dude, eating it up and. The whole time he was trying to extort Nike while he was saying that Donald Trump Jr. was going to be in prison, and which Donald Trump Jr. eviscerated. They were trying to get him. They were talking about having him run for office. Were they, they not? They were talking about time. having him run for president. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I remember about it. Because yes, I mean, they were championing that guy that much that I mean, yeah, yeah, it was like uh, it was like Cuomo status yeah. there for a while, and, and it was so obvious uh, whenever he was you know tweeting out like. I don't make stuff up. Like, look at my record, this, that, and the other, and, and he's in prison. <laughs> so, turns out he makes stuff up. Yeah. And uh, did we talk about Juicy Smollett getting out, by the way? I don't think we did. That's terrible because all those jokes that we worked on that were inappropriate about yeah. what was going to happen to that guy, which he probably would have enjoyed. And then but at least. Juicy out. Yeah, Juicy's out. Yeah. And the they juice freed, is, the juice is loose. They freed the juice. <laughs> they did, dude. So, but it's okay. And this is this story's not about Michael Avenatti, not directly, but it kind of is. And he his name I'm sure comes up. But because he screwed her over too. Literally. Everybody screwed her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody got a turn. Yeah, she's a well, it says adult film star, but I mean, honestly, what what do we call it? She's a porn star. Well, you're a slut. She does yeah. You do porn. Let's not put lipstick on this pig. Call adult it adult film adult, star. Adult films. Yeah. Adult. Well, what are we going to call it again? Porn. It's porn. Porn star Stormy <laughs> Daniels owes $300,000 in legal fees to former U.S. President Donald Trump after a failed appeal of her initial defamation suit. 
And again, that's got to hurt. In 2018, a federal judge dismissed Daniel's lawsuit against Trump, saying that the tweet that prompted the legal challenge was constitutionally protected speech. This week, the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit upheld that decision. Quote, I will go to jail before I pay a penny. Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, tweeted Monday after the ruling came down. I'm going to go ahead and say she backtracks on that. Oh, yeah. Well, where's <laughs> she going to get the money? The lawsuit started when Daniels went to a forensic artist to create a sketch of a man who had threatened us. Speaking of juicy, here we go. Fasten your seatbelts for another juicy story. <clears throat> the lawsuit started when Daniels went to a forensic artist to create a sketch of a man who had threatened her to stay silent about her alleged sexual encounter with Trump. She claims that the man approached her in 2011 after she gave an interview with a gossip magazine. She was walking in Las Vegas with her infant daughter when the man allegedly told her to, quote, leave Trump alone. Leave Britney alone. <clears throat> That's a beautiful little girl, the man is alleged to have said, looking at Daniel, Daniel's daughter. It'd be a shame if something happened to her mom. Daniels and her then-lawyer, Michael Avenatti, <laughs> Prison pocket, Michael Avenatti, <laughs> released a sketch of a man and of the man in 2018. Trump responded by tweeting, quote, a sketch years later about a non-existent man, a total con job playing the fake news media for fools, but they know it. Daniel's lawsuit claimed that the tweet amounted to defamation, but U.S. District Court Judge James Otero found that Trump found that what Trump wrote constitutes rhetorical hyperbole normally associated with politics and public discourse in the United States. NBC News reported that Trump praised the appeals decision, calling it a total and complete victory and vindication for and of me. That would be cool if she didn't pay and did go to prison. Well, she would just go to jail. I don't know, $300,000, I don't know how that works. But Daniels disputed Trump's celebration, saying in a statement posted to Twitter that this def defamation ruling has nothing to do with her original allegations that Trump had a sexual encounter with her while he was married. And that Michael Cohen, another, another dirtbag, his lawyer at the time, paid her hush money to protect Trump's presidential campaign. There's her statement. It looks way too long to read, and I'm sure it's nonsense. She also stated that while she believes Trump lied and did so to damage her character. Really? That's rich. <laughs> she never damage wanted your character, huh? She never wanted to launch the suit. Avenatti filed the lawsuit without my permission and against my wishes. Really? Is that why you were doing the circuit with him, hanging on his arm? Once it was filed, Trump's lawyers overwhelmed Avenatti, and I was left the victim of an attorney's fee award, she wrote. Daniels went on to accuse Avenatti of bungling her appeals process, writing that he missed an important deadline to appeal the attorney's... Well, that's because he was too busy extorting Nike. Attorney's fee award, a kind of legal remedy where one party pays the legal fees of another. Quote, Trump won yesterday on a technicality due to Avenatti's failure to file promptly, she wrote. Incidentally, the amount that Daniels must pay the form, to the former president, $300,000, is also approximately the amount that Avenatti stole from her when he was her lawyer. <laughs> and that, that's why this section is called, ooh, that's got to hurt. Avenatti was convicted in February of wire fraud and aggravated identity theft charges for diverting $300,000 of book payments for Daniels' memoir, Full Disclosure. Dude, it was all good at that time. You're, you're, you're writing books. All these dirtbags wind up with a book deal every time, yes. dude. Uh, Bill Barr is going writing a book right now. Like he's such a dirtbag too, <clears throat> Mister. There will be fraud. Then there's until there's not. <laughs> but I'm walking away. My pockets have gotten a lot bigger. It's weird. It's like those Ukrainian people. Avenatti was convicted in February of wire fraud, aggravated identity theft charges for diverting. Avenatti convinced Daniels that her publisher was late on payments. He will be sentenced on May 24th. Oh, he's not. He's not sentenced yet. Okay, well that'll be good. We'll have to cover that. 
Avenatti was also sentenced to two and a half years in prison for extorting Nike. So, yes, he is in prison. I knew he was. Prison pocket. Loving every minute of it, dude. So, I think that's the only two stories we have for, ooh, that's got to hurt this week. Don't worry. There'll be more. It'll be back. And I've got one more. Also, nobody's going to believe this. It's on the Gateway Planet. <laughs> I know I know some people that, that w- would take big offense to this. I'm not really one of them, I think. You know. Democrat Boston mayor says she's used to dealing with problems that are, quote, expensive, disruptive, and blanco for our Spanish listeners. You don't speak Spanish? No. You, would you know what blanco is? Yes. Gringo. <laughs> a white. <laughs> That's me. Another day, another racist Democrat. Uh, Democrat Boston Mayor Michelle Wu took a cheap shot at white people during the city's annual St. Patrick's Day breakfast on Sunday. Seems like a great idea. I think we can just play the video on this one. We'll let it speak for itself. Over 100 days, we have connected unhoused residents at Mass and Cass to housing, treatment, and services. We've launched three free bus lines. We've taken some big, bold actions, but I won't lie. This past winter was pretty intense. Trial by snow, trial by fire, fighters union. I'm getting used to dealing with problems that are expensive, disruptive, and white. I'm talking about snowflakes, snowflakes. I mean snowstorm snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, which I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> Honestly, white folks are just an easy target. And it's the only thing. I mean, it, we're really the only demographic that you can make fun of, just wholesale. And yeah, but we got in trouble for the general being on here, and that was a legit thing. We got I, in trouble for that. Yes. Hey, oh, oh, how, how, how does he? How do they say? How did he? Yeah, we got. I, I, we got YouTube. Oh yeah, that's YouTube true. didn't like that. No, no, huh. no. We got in trouble for that. Got her hand smacked, huh? But we're zipping. Yeah. We're zipping. Well, I guarantee you, she doesn't get her hand smacked for. Any of that noise. All of her white problems will just continue to be white problems and she'll just continue to deal with them. Yes, it's true. All right, it's time. Not No, hold on, sorry. Not time for that yet. It's time for this Don't week. Don't get too excited. I got excited. <laughs> this week, and adults are back in charge. We have everybody's favorite vice president, most legitimate vice president, 81 million vote recipient. How do you say her? How do you say her name? Kamala, because see, she doesn't she doesn't pronounce it with any consistency. It, it changes. Camel is my favorite. It's me, Camela. So does it <laughs> does it change with her dosage? Camel ah, uh, like a camel. Yeah, Camela. <laughs> it's me. Hey everyone, it's me, Kamala, the pillhead, <laughs> allegedly. <clears throat> We're just gonna watch this. Wait, I'm not gonna read anything. I'm tired of reading. Reading's hard. I noticed you've been reading a lot. Yeah. Well, you know what? Some some. Some weeks are just different than others, but we, no, we've we've got a big uh, our 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 last segment is 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 uh, pretty full. That's why I was ripping through this stuff kind of quick. I, I the, our last story, I want to be able to maintain my uh, motive, like my gusto for the uh, last story because I'm pretty pumped up about it. And so, is that I, the one you've been holding back for the last few days? On yeah, I really like it a lot. So I like it a lot. So I was going to, I, I thought about maybe putting it at the beginning because. I want to be able to maintain good energy for this, so uh, so we can really choke slam it. And that there's, I meant to get, you know what? We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's listen to this. <laughs> All right. 
the governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. Can you do I want to hear four, it. Four no. times. Can we, no, no, four not times. again. No, I, because there is great significance in the passage of time. Like, you, dude, you're wasting my time. Yeah. What about how valuable my time is? I like the way the, the positive affirmation, like, she always does this. She's so patronizing. That's why people hate her. Like, the way she's bobbing her stupid head. Yeah, 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 the passage of time, because nobody's oh, following yeah. along, so she's looking at them saying, like, okay, no, nobody's getting it, so maybe if I bob my head like a moron bobble doll... Maybe they'll bob their head, too. Yeah, we still don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Can we play... Can we do paper, rock, scissors to play it one more time? Yes. All right. You're the judge, Buford. You cheated! No, I, cheated. No, I thought it was one, two, three, go. Okay, it's one, two, three, okay, go. Okay, one, two, three, go. You ready? One, two, three, go. <laughs> one, two, three, go. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Damn it. Got him. Uh, <laughs> we can play it again. It's all right. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that I won. <laughs> it's true. He cheated. So I don't know how, but he did. The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. One. Right? The significance of the passage of time. Two. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time Three. in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time Four. when we think about a day in the life of our children. The governor and I. And we uh, what an absolute bobblehead. Oh, it's just a That's... I mean, just a complete airhead. She's like panning no, the room. She's and she royalty. is. Like, if you look at her body language, like what you were talking about, she's panning the room from left to right. She's checking everybody out. She's moving her hands around, trying to get somebody to to affirm what she's saying. She's talking about going in a library, which I'm sure she's a library. We went into a library that's full of books. Yeah. And then it's got books in it. And then, she, you know, kind of scan the room or whatever. Like, what are you talking about? And then the passage of time. No, no, no. The significance of the, the passage, passage of time. time. Like, and, and the dude, thing is, when the, you think about the significance of the passage of time through the life of your children, I'm thinking about one day in the life of this clown. <laughs> I, oh, what? I'm thinking about the significance of the passage of time until you idiots are out of here. Like that's what I'm thinking about. Like the significance of the passage of time is painful. And not only that, did I'm hoping did your team get together and, and come up with this phraseology to and and if they I don't think they did. Or they can't be that stupid. If you're paid to kind of coach someone on how to speak, and they're, they're always talking about how the reason that, that her staff is always leaving in droves, they had two more people uh, turn in the resignations this week, <clears throat> is that she's always ill-prepared, and she's wow. mad at her staff that she's ill-prepared. Oh, we're going to get to it in a minute with the next story, but on the adults are back in charge. Because you can, they, they, I remember, I, th I can't, I think it was, uh, I think it was Joe Rogan years ago when, when uh, George W. Bush was in office, Maybe it was Dana Carvey. I can't remember. But they were talking about how when George Bush thought he made a smart point, like his body, it was actually a pretty good piece. Like it was pretty funny. It was amusing. But I, I think that it's kind of the same thing. I, like 
Jeez, I, yeah, this sounds smart, right? Yeah, that sounds smart. The significance of the past is time. This sounds smart and complex. I'm deep. No, dude, you are the most shallow person I think it, it, America has really ever seen is Kamala Harris. She's the most shallow person. Don't believe me? <laughs> Hit the next story. I'm, what What was it? Uh, I mean, you know, it's her being ill-prepared, I mean, that's an understatement. I mean, as far as being ill-prepared, but you know she's hard to deal with because she's a complete buffoon. You know if she's ill-prepared and you tell her, hey, you know, you're going to do a re- you're, you're gonna do an interview. Every bit of this is not scripted. You may want to do a little research before you get there, but you know she's such a stinking... I mean, she looks bullheaded anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know when she goes in there ill-prepared, she's going to blame it on her staff. I, there's no way that she's... But did it, I mean, yeah. She didn't but, tell me they were going to ask me that question. That, I'm completely unprepared. And that blame can only go so far. And that's one of the, Like, you'd think Trump was ever prepared for all the crap they threw at him? And and he... And uh, his press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, she rolled with... A, we talked about that last week. She rolled with the punches phenomenally well. Sometimes she would have to... And I want to say she was one of the... She the first ones to utilize notes to the extent and the way she did to combat the the actual fake narratives. I don't like to use the term disinformation. They've ruined it for me. <clears throat> but how far can the blame go if if you are ill prepared? You can't blame that on your staff. Like you 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 were never and and it's the same as the the Supreme Court pick right now, like when the criteria is the color of your skin and your sex. Yeah. Uh, and and well, that's not the only criteria. You have to be a leftist. So, like you have to sign on to to that. You have to be an extreme leftist. Your ideology has to be like theirs. Well, I mean, you you know she's ill prepared. We just played a video, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, where she's in Poland and she they ask her about what they're going to do about gas price. The Putin price hike is what it got dubbed. Yeah. What are you going to do about gas prices? And she looks, around, <laughs> yeah, she cackles, and then looks at the guy from Poland. <laughs> Polish president. Yeah. What are we going to do about gas prices? I don't know, Polish man. <laughs> well, you, you, and look, we're not editing, so I'm trying to be selective here. Kamala Harris is good at one thing. Everybody knows what it is. Her nickname, Kamala Hills Up Harris, didn't come from anywhere. Dude, I've got kicked off. Is that because so- she runs so fast? Look, if there's a joke about Polish sausage there, okay, that's all I was trying to say. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Like, we don't have to get to Is that creative. why she goes to Warsaw so much? Yes. Yes, she likes the Polish sausage. <laughs> really? Reverso joke. <clears throat> Out of vogue, Kamala Harris unhappy over seated White House greeting. This is on hotair.com. Now we have a taste for why the knives may be out for Kamala Harris at the White House, according to further excerpts. Now we have a taste for why the knives may be out for Kamala Harris at the White House, according to further excerpts dropped by Politico from the new book by Jonathan Martin and Alexander Burns. The VP apparently wants VIP treatment at all times and from all comers. Harris apparently wanted equal standing with Joe Biden from the White House staffers, literally. Martin and Burns document an increasingly fraught relationship between the West Wing and the vice president's office filled with anger, eye-rolling, portfolio feuds, and real and perceived slights. Some of Harris's advisors believed the president's almost entirely white inner circle did not show the vice president the respect she deserved, Martin and Burns write. Harris worried that Biden's staff looked down on her. She fixated on real and perceived snubs in ways the West Wing found tedious. At one point, Harris dispatched Flournoy to to talk to the top Biden advisor, Anita Dunn. 
There's a joke there too. To convey any time the name Anita, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. To convey displeasure at the, <laughs> you're gonna have to grow up one of these days. <laughs> convey displeasure that White House staff was not standing up for Harris when she entered the room the way they did for Biden. The vice president took it as a sign of disrespect. Oh goodness. <clears throat> Let's see the next excerpt. Wintour defended the chosen photo. This is, okay, go back up. I'm sorry. Just right there. Even more petty was Harris's complaint about getting the celebrity treatment at Vogue. The most prominent fashion magazine in the world gave Kamala Harris the glamour treatment, but the cover annoyed Harris so much that she had her press secretary complain directly to Anna Wintour, according to Martin and Burns. Wintour defended the chosen photo of Harris in Converse sneakers and skinny pants is, quote, relatable in a conversation with incoming Harris press secretary Simone Sanders, according to the excerpt from the upcoming book. This will not pass Trump-Biden in the battle for America's future. Harris was wounded. She felt belittled by the magazine asking aides, would Vogue depict another world leader this way, the book states, according to the excerpts which were obtained by Politico. Harris had apparently favored a photo of her in a more formal powder blue suit, which ended up as a limited edition alternative to the sneakers and skinny pants pick that I would just use for toilet paper, which leaked ahead of the release of the February 2021 issue. Yeah, I'd like to find that collector's one so I could piss on it. Biden's team apparently couldn't believe Harris wanted to start a feud with Wintour as her debut in the office. Incoming Chief of Staff Tina Flournoy was caught off guard by the anger of Harris of Harris's circle and contacted a senior Biden campaign official. Given the country's myriad of crisis and the recent January 6th not riot at the Capitol, the Biden advisor told Flournoy that this was not the time to be going to war with Vogue over a comparatively trivial, trivial aesthetic issue. Tina, the advisor said, these are the first world problems, according to the excerpt. It was an early indication that members of the Biden-Harris teams were on different pages with different priorities. The dynamic didn't improve from there. Yeah, that's she's not vain at all. She's compl- This was a great... And think about this, too, if some, which is a very good possibility. If something happened to this moron whose brain is pretty much... <laughs> I, I, it, it, it's not a sloth. It would be like, you know, if, if you could do an x-ray of his head, it'd be like a hamster on a wheel, except the hamster the hamster's got three legs. It's really old. <laughs> and it's a word that we can't use on here. <laughs> I, I just don't get it, dude. He's brain dead. So, I mean, he could be gone at any time. And imagine if this woman was to replace him. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to fathom what it, like, what it is to try and make yourself look more relatable. Mm-hmm. Because you've got her, which you're one of the political elites, which is just like cringeworthy to say that you even reached the top tier of political, which I mean, it, which it means absolutely nothing because of the way you got there and the what you have to do and the compromises you have to make to get there. But <clears throat> if you think putting yourself in Converse and skinny pants makes you more relatable to blue collar people. And she's like a 15 year old skateboarder or something. Yes. You're a complete, like you, you may be dumber than I thought. <laughs> wow. And I, don't, I mean, <laughs> that's well, dumb. Well, I mean, what would make her cackling Kamala, Kamala, what would make her relatable? If she I killed can't. herself. <laughs> I mean, I could relate to that. Kill yourself. Now I'm happy. Like, I, to, I understand that you were so stupid you killed yourself. Like, now we're good. Is that okay? Can I say you, that? Okay. Who do you think has I mean, look, the more I'm not, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not advocating for suicide. I just, I mean, if you... Uh, 
it's the only way I can understand what she was doing. Like, I'm so stupid, I'm going to do the world a favor and check out. Maybe that's not popular. Sorry. I hate the woman. She sucks. I'm sorry. Yes. I interrupted you. What were you saying? I sh- yes, literally and figuratively, she sucks. Who do you think, this is a complete side note, who has the most cringeworthy cackle between her Hillary and Hillary? And her? Yes. Uh, mm, man, that's tough. Isn't it weird that they share? I think like, it's Kumala. You think so? I kind of lean that way, too. Yeah, I mean, maybe a slight... Uh, I, 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 I hate Hillary Clinton more. Like I, Hillary Clinton is, is, is a worse person than Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is just stupid. And she's evil, too, but she's just stupid. Hillary Clinton's wicked. She's, she's not stupid. Hillary Clinton's a very cunning and evil... An evil woman. Uh, so, but as far as if we're boiling it down to just the cackle, uh, yeah, probably Kamala, slight edge, Kamala. Yeah, slight edge, slight edge. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If you're, if you know, if it was like a, uh, it was a barn burner, but she got her in the end. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was, it was, it was definitely a photo finish. But yeah, that's that is your vice president, eighty-one million votes. She is, uh, she's legit. And now, since we're uh, I don't know how long we're in on this. It feels like we're going fast. <clears throat> there was a joke in there, but I'm, I'm it's it's messing with me thinking that it's not going to be edited. <laughs> so really, a little bit, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I'll get used to it. Uh, that means that it is time. But we've got a lot of stories in this segment to get to my last story. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so that 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 that's right, folks. It's time for this week in idiot cross dressing confused moron pervert democrat nut job wackos. Is everybody ready for this? Are you ready? Are for you this? Th- are I, you ready I, for this? Oh, I'm ready because I, I like I said I want to. I'm excited. I'm excited this week. That, that's why I wanted to go through this so fast, so fast, so fast. It was so fast. It's really a, it's really a terrible thing when you think about it. If we had a YouTube channel, I would definitely video the way we're dancing right now. I can I cannot believe that our cardio is so good that we're not out of breath. Hip thrust. Yes. It's just Can you listen out. to that and not hip thrust? Nobody can. I imagine the people that are listening are probably it's like if yeah. they're listening in their office. <laughs> it's just an ab workout. Exactly. Absolutely, dude. Somebody listening with earbuds. Nobody else knows what they're listening to. They're just in their <laughs> office hip pumping. Hey, if you're in your office when you hear that, please at least pump your fists to just do it, please. And then when you do that, give us a good review on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. <clears throat> what do we have here? I have no idea. This is Rex's deal. Yeah, this is this is headline. Aggressive TikToker explains pansexuality. What is this thing? Does is that this say meth on the neck? <laughs> it says them. Yeah, yeah. It, backwards. Yeah. Or it, maybe it's it's uh, using the the reverse camera dealio on its phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It says them. So what do we it's, have? It's here? got them tattooed on on its, its throat. neck. Yeah. Throat. And it could. Yes. Yeah. So on the front throat area, there's that. And then there's something tattooed on the side of the neck. Nose ring. What do you call that piercing on the bridge of the nose there? They got that. Some really awful looking makeup that looks like it's running down. Yeah, it's kind of like the Joker style where it's like they put on some eye makeup and then cried. (laughs) It just ran down their face. It's kind of cute, actually. You think so? (laughs) I think you're alone in that one. (laughs) Kind of cute, really. (laughs) 
that. Well, you're all by yourself on that. Green hair. <laughs> that is a bridge too far for. Is this a male or a female? I, I'm just going, and this is me. I'm going by the lack of Adam's apple. Female. And saying that I think that it is a female. Its face is so wide. And it's got a, it's got a like a scrawny, like a pencil Adam Schiff neck. Let me, let me. But it does have a big, broad lantern jaw. Yeah, and the brow is stupid. I think it's female too. Okay, so yeah, I don't. I don't. That's as far as I can. I can take it. But it's this person, they, them, their patience. They, mm-hmm. Their patience has run out. Oh, their patience is gone. Is it thin? Huh? It's thin. Okay. Gal. Well, let's oh. hear what them have to say. Run out. Pansexuality. My patience has run out. Pansexuality is not inherently biphobic. They are both valid sexualities, both of them. And while yes, I have seen pansexual people use that label for questionable reasons, they pretty quickly Can you pause that? That's get a safety it. pin through the bridge of the nose. That is a safety <laughs> pin. That is. I, but one of the things too, like, what did it say at the very beginning? I've had it. Like, yes, they, they have had it. Both of one of them. Them have had it. Them. They, them have had it. Dude, but the thing is, <clears throat> like, this has gotten so stupid and so out of hand. Not even they, them, knows about their, their pansexuality. Like, you know how we talk about cultures and subcultures and how the, the divide and conquer and, like, how that always works? Mm-hmm. Even the they-thems of society, this is basically a rant from a they-them that's talking about how how biphobia is a thing in that culture. So they've, like, they've... Hang on, hang on a minute. Yeah, I, I'm, Re- I'm, I'm... Hang on, I'm... Lost. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yes. I, I need to know what biphobia is. I'm still processing can you repeat I, that? I, and I don't know what biphobia is. I'm just, I, I think that it's like. Because I don't a, have a, a bi- rewind button like our listeners. A bisexual phobia. It's almost like they treat bisexual people different is is the way I gathered it. So I don't know that that's true or not. But it seems like the 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 LGBT are split off into their own little subcultures. Okay, and yeah. maybe, maybe they don't get along with one another. Got a definition here. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Biphobia is aversion towards bisexuality and bisexual people as individuals. It is a form of homophobia against those in the bisexual community. It is a form of homophobia against those in the bisexual yeah, I still I'm still confused. It can take the form of denial that bisexuality is a genuine genuine sexual orientation or the negative stereotypes of people who are bisexual. So it's like the <clears throat> it's like the lesbians and the gays. No, and the I think I think I see what's stuff, happening. Reject the bias. So yeah, th- this is funny because there there is I I think that this is limiting the idea that they're separate that they're that sexuality. Yeah, so this gives more. Bisexuality is a real thing. That's someone that wants to have sex with men and women. That's that's real. That's that's that has a definition. Yeah. Do we agree on this? Yeah. So I mean, what's happening is 
people, I, I think what's happening here is people that, that subscribe to this idiotic gender ideology that's fake are mad because these people don't, I mean, <laughs> uh, I think it's because, do you, do you see what I'm saying? I think it's a, because. A little bit. I just, like I said, initially, it's like these are like the, the LGBTQ plus culture <clears throat> has divided and subdivided and subdivided to where there's hate and internal conflict in their own little camp to where they discriminate against one another. I, I, I think that the, the, the principle of bisexuality alone, I think it does away with, I think it kind of proves all of this false is, is what they're seeing because a person can have a sexual preference toward a man or a woman and it has nothing to do with quote-unquote gender because that's not real. And I think that they, they, they obviously love labels and they want people compartmentalized and locked in these little stupid boxes of, of nonsense. And so I think that's what, I think that's what the problem is here because, uh, but, and the thing is, bisexuality really shines a light on what all of this is. It's just perversion. It's just perversion level up, level up, level up, level up. Yeah. That's why that kind of goes against everything, which, and I had gotten in an online argument with somebody, which is, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had gotten into a bisexual relationship. <laughs> Whoa. I, I, Whoa. I, yeah, that didn't happen. Um, so, I think we need a staff meeting. I had gotten into an online argument, which, which is pointless. It's useless. It's a waste of but time. But it's what adults and it, do. And it does absolutely nothing. So if But but when you win, you feel good. If you have It does the, nothing but but elate you when you win. But if you have the time to Sometimes argue Sometimes it with changes someone, people's minds though. It, yeah, it doesn't. Like so it, but if you have the time to, to argue with somebody online, do something else. Don't do it. Do not engage with idiots online. So but what it was was over and and in this uh, it's it's funny because I got accused of yelling. Uh, because I because I put things in capital letters, I, like I wrote in capital letters some different things, and somebody was like, "Stop yelling!" It's like it's a comment online. It's not really yelling. It's it's words like that. Just goes to show how much how how many yes. the snowflake, the level of the snowflake that I was talking to on the other end of the stupid computer. So, but what we were talking about was the whole premise behind being born gay. Being born a homosexual, being born a lesbian, you're born this. And to me, like what you said, bisexuality kind of flies in the face of all of that mm -hmm. because no, we were, oh, no, I was, I was born a homosexual. Eh, were you though? Because this guy was born by, or this girl was born by, mm -hmm. so they were born liking both, and you're born only being able, just only being capable of liking one sex or the other, and yet they were born being capable of liking both. So, which, and, the, I mean, the whole case, like, okay, at, w at what point are you just born um, a murderer or a rapist or a drug addict or an alcoholic? Like, people aren't born these things. These are choices, and that's that was the point that I was making. This is a choice. You can choose to do this. You can choose not to do this. And to me, I was born this is just a sleazy, cheap way out of taking any kind of responsibility for your own morality. Unabashed monkey sex. Yeah, and, and you're, you're a, you don't have to take responsibility for your, your morality or your life choices 
and so you can just continue to live uh, in sexual debauchery and Which blame I, everybody else because of it. But I, I, th- I think, and I'm just thinking this right now, and you're gonna lie, you're you're gonna think I'm full of crap, but a lot of this doesn't actually have to do with sex, because number like who are you finding? Like how easy would it be? Well, maybe on the internet for someone like this to find a sexual partner that subscribes to all that nonsense. That, that's not really realistic, but you notice there's always younger people. Because it's, it, so I, it, a lot of this is just like an idiotic, I gotta look away from that screen because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's a cry for attention because people aren't, they're not having sex based on, I mean, solely based on that. Now, bisexuality, sure. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't, it is, I don't get it, dude. We need to finish the video so I can get yeah. more confused. I don't think that the listeners are will confused. You, yeah, enough. will you start that back so I can so I can hear the rant about biophobia? Yeah, just take it from the top. I want to hear that growl at the beginning. Guess what? My patience has run out. Pansexuality is not inherently biphobic. They are both valid sexualities, both of them. And while yes, I have seen pansexual people use that label for questionable reasons, they pretty quickly get it once you explain things to them. They do. And not only that, but do you know who likes to use specific or micro labels? Neurodivergent people. Sometimes we just have to do whatever we can to feel safe and comfortable. And using a more specific label can be our outlet for that. If you took all that energy you spend calling people biphobic and saying they're performing bi erasure and just educated them, there would be less biphobia. There would be less bi erasure because you've explained it and people will know the difference. I've f-ing had it with you guys. Jesus. F- so the, is bi biphobia and whatever that other thing was is like, that's like a chronic problem in the world. There's there's like this epidemic of those things apparently. Yes, and I'm just saying all all of the labels that these people have created for for themselves to divide and subdivide, it, they're they're breaking this down themselves. Yeah, like they're they have like they have progressed to the point. Well, they have regressed to the point of being so stupid. <laughs> That they can't even deal with each other. Which uh, I, I noticed that it took the Lord's name in vain there at the end, which is Rich, uh, because he sees way more than you ever would. And uh, and actually, I, I had a, 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 a kind of a uh, a conversation with Buford this morning on the phone about kind of kind of that. But keep my advice to you would be keep doing that and see how that works out for you. Keep saying the nonsense you're saying and taking the Lord's name in vain. See how that works out for you. You you should probably stop that by now. <laughs> Next up, we're on the Daily Wire, and this uh, Democrat per com, no wait hold on Jeffrey Boobin no 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 more on pervert Democrat no job wackos Jeffrey Tubin says kitty porn sentences are too harsh because the internet makes access easier yeah that's the big difference maker right there this is the same beehole who was jerking off on the Zoom call that got fired from CNN and I want to say he's back now so let's check it out he is back. CNN legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin suggested Tuesday that sentences for people possessing child pornography might be too harsh. Largely, he argued, because the internet made such content far more accessible. Tubin joined host Kate Bolin on CNN's At This Hour to discuss ongoing Senate Judiciary Committee hearings for the Supreme Court nominee, how do you say her name, Katanji? 
Yeah. Katanji. Katan. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, whatever it is. Katanji Brown Jackson and the topic turned to child pornography after several Republicans questioned Judge Jackson's record on such cases. We talked about that last week. <clears throat> Can I just add one point about these kiddie porn cases, too? But it, I don't really care for the abstract uh, way they're they're talking about this, like the kind of lackadaisical way there's like, oh, kiddie porn. Child porn, like, let's, number one, let's call it child pornography. So exploitation of children, babies. In fact, we, what, who was the one we had a couple weeks ago? It was literally several months old. And so that let's not talk about, like, chi- they're fixated on children. It's absolute, unequivocal, evil child abuse. And, oh, just kitty porn. Like, kitty porn cases, like, it's nothing. Just... I'd like to say a lot of cuss words right now, but you know what? I'm not going to. So here we go again. Can I just add one point about these kiddie porn cases? Tubin, who lost his position at the New Yorker after literally being caught. I thought it was CNN. The New Yorker, after literally being caught with his pants down during a work Zoom call, asked. He did work for CNN, but that was at the New Yorker. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, during a work Zoom call, asked during a panel discussion about the hearing. This came up, I remember, when I was an assistant U.S. attorney back in the 90s is that when those sentences guidelines were written for those cases, that this was a time when the people who committed these crimes would order individual photos and get them usually through email, and then they would be sentenced based on the number of photos they possessed, Tubin added. This was all pre-internet. So once the internet came in and people got access to hundreds and then thousands of photos, they would, the sentencing guidelines would reflect hundreds and then thousands of photos. Tubin went on to suggest that the increased availability naturally led to much greater numbers of photos that people possessed and that the sentencing rec- recommendations did not reflect that change. Let me, let me process this. Tubin went on to suggest that the increased availability naturally led to much greater numbers of photos, so that also leads to greater exploitation of minors. What is the, the effing problem here? And the sentencing recommendations did not reflect that change. What I thought Chairman Durbin pointed out is that judges across the country, including Republican-appointed judges, have been saying, look, we can't apply the rules that were designed pre-internet for an internet society, and many judges have been giving somewhat less sentences as a result, and I thought that it was very clear explanation of why Judge Jackson imposed sentences that were all prison sentences. It wasn't like she was letting these people go, but they were somewhat less than the guidelines because the guidelines had not been adapted for the internet era. What's more likely... Confused more on pervert Democrat nutjob wackos getting their pedo on or like, oh, you know, there needs to be an adjustment here because you're everybody knows you're soft on criminals and you're extra soft on people that are looking at pedophilic por- child pornography, the exploitation of children unwillingly being sexually abused, the sexual abuse of children on film or in photographs. What difference does it make if the, the image is digital or if it's mailed through? It, and not only that, you said email, so they're, they're digital images. And so, what what does the access point have to do with yeah, it? I was kind of confused there too because that's what they said that they would they would email back and forth, but this was pre-internet, so, right? And well, but, it's obviously not pre-internet if you're emailing so if it's easier forth. to gain access to those, you know, if it's easier to, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It, hey, you know what? Uh, security was 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 tighter at this person's home that got murdered, so. You know, the, no, well, that, I was just thinking too, while you're coming up with that analogy, I was just thinking too, while we're going to change that, we need to change the bankruptcy and financial rules too, because 
I mean, it's way easier now to run up credit card debt and everything because with a digital age, we have Amazon and eBay. And we didn't have that back before the internet because you can spend money way easier with smartphones and eBay and Amazon and everything now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to abandon my analogy because I'm, I, this is just infuriating. <clears throat> Especially coming from a guy that got caught jerking off on a Zoom call. You're a bona fide, dead to rights, known pervert. You're a pervert. Without going too deep into that story, what? who does that? You're on a Zoom call masturbating. You're, you're supposed to be this professional. You, you worked in governance or whatever it was you did. You're a legal analyst, so you're an attorney. Why are you masturbating on a, on a work Zoom call? What the hell is the matter with you? And then you come out with an opinion like this? Why? How is this dude even taken seriously anywhere and not, and not have the crap beat out of him? I, I wish I had an answer. And the thing I'm is, if he was doing that, what else was he doing that we don't know about? Oh, absolutely, dude. So, well, I mean, he works for CNN, so it's, I mean. That's well, a hotbed yes. lion's den of unequivocal perverts. So it'll come out. I mean, you obviously, you already know that the guy's a pervert just because he's, I mean, you're jerking it on a Zoom call, man. It's it's just odd. Dude, it's all about the kids, dude. It's it's sick, man. Like, oh, goodness. That's tough. So, yeah, this next one, which this isn't, um, this isn't part of this week in idiot cross-dressing confused more on pervert Democrat nutjob wackos, but it is a questioning about Judge Ken Tangy Brown-Jackson. Um, Do we need to move which, to something that is part of that then and come back to this? Well, the, no, the thing is, like, she's – this still flows well with what we were just talking well, about. Well, yeah, because, because Tubin was talking about yes, this. Yes, oh, because okay. he is talking. But she uh, – yeah, she is, is – she does have a record. She is a judge that has, in the past, been soft. Um, and I think we talked about it last week, the sentencing – for any kind of child pornography case that that came across, she was giving the absolute minimum sentence. 100% of the time, yes. Yes, 100% of the time. And so so this kind of does go along with it because what we we got here is Marsha Blackburn, and she's asking the most basic, well, what we would call, what, what the news now would tell you is this is a hard line of questioning. (laughs) <laughs> and and what she's asking her is the most basic of questions. And this just proves to you, which they were talking about um, before, um, asking about the, uh, I believe it's the LSAT test scores and things like that they were wanting uh, from uh, Brown Jackson. And they said it was racist for asking because that would, that would, give you an idea of how well she did as far as testing and how brilliant or how good or how quick on her feet she is and how good she would have been at would be as a judge. And of course that's racist. You can't ask for that stuff, but this but it right, wasn't racist to select her based on the, the criteria that they did. Absolutely not. So just checking, but if you didn't know, because she probably scored very low um, and that's just speculation. And if you don't want me to speculate, Tell us her scores. So I'm going to go ahead and speculate, say that she tested very low um, because she's a complete idiot. And if you didn't know that before, you will know after this. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? 
Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? So, like I said, the default setting is I'm not a biologist. And so you're a biologist. You have to be a biologist to be able to define women, just like you have to be a meteorologist to go outside and determine whether it's raining. Like, you're a complete buffoon. And you people have, like, you've caught yourselves in your own stupid trap. Mm-hmm. You have spun a web and now you're all stuck in it. Which I'm confused, though, because they, the criteria was a black woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. But how, if she can't do it, how can they? How can they determine that she's a black woman by definition? Exactly. How do you know that she's a woman? And see, really, how do you even know that she's black? There was another uh, line of questioning with Ted Cruz, and he asked her, basically, he said, I'm a white male. Can I be a different kind of male? You know, can I be Asian? And <laughs> so, she and, I, and I mean, honest to God, well, she she didn't see how it was relevant and all of that. So, of but yeah, and I mean, it's, but honestly, if, if you can't define a woman, if we can't put this in any kind of, if, if there's no box to put it in, the per, like there's no parameters, it's just, it's it's a free-for-all, then why can't Ted Cruz be Asian? I mean, honest to God. This why, woman why? has no business judging a, a, a spelling bee or a, no. you know. But that, wow, look how confused she looks there. And that's the thing, like maybe she was so easy on Kamala Harris the, is easy on these child pornography cases because she doesn't know what a child is. Like <laughs> you're a complete idiot. Like I mean, honest to God, like if, if you can't define woman, she's being obtuse. You, she, you she, can't define child. She can absolutely define what a woman is, but like the, because the thing is, ten years ago, before this hit, what what where fever pitch where it is now, she would define what a woman was. Yes, this absolutely. is a stupidest game. Oh yes, it's absolutely. And the fact that you're game. willing to play that game is a, is a, a clear indication, as well as your track record, of what kind of judge you would be on the Supreme Court. If you wouldn't be a dirt bag, they wouldn't have selected you. And when you start looking at the links between what they refer to as the dark money that can't be traced back to the political donors that are pushing for people like this, it's it's absolutely nauseating. And, and take a wild guess where all that goes back to. It's one name. Everybody knows it. It starts with a George and it's with a Soros. It's, it's, it's disturbing. But what a... But hey, and, and that's one of the things, man, that, that you know, Republican talking as we're saying, like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they pick because we're, which they're still talking about trying to pack the court. That's what they want to do, and so it does matter. This is a, a, a appointment for a lifetime. It does matter, like that. And I'm not saying that's a, in totality that's a defeatist ideology or mindset, rather. But no, people like this have zero business sitting on any court, much less a Supreme Court. You you ought to be in a freaking loony bin. If you sign on to this nonsense and you'll be that obtuse and you'll play this game and, you, and you're that stupid, and not saying that you're an intelligent person, you're stupid for playing the game. Yes. You know what the definition of a woman is, obviously. that's That woman has intelligence. She's just sick in the head. She's an evil bitch. Yes. And so you need to be locked up in a freaking loony bin is where you belong. Not- but the thing is, like, you're not going to do that you're not going to define what a woman is specifically because we've got this guy, this man that's swimming in the NCAA and they're having rulings and stuff. Now this was it Leah Thomas. Is that the name? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's a guy that's swimming with girls that's breaking all kinds of records. No, he's, he, he's not breaking any records. So. Well, he's, he's well, yeah. He's breaking female records um, yeah. and swimming as a female or with females, not as a female. So, but eventually, I think that this will make it. I mean, this can't go on forever. This, mm-hmm. this can't keep happening. I mean, if, if, if you're going to have guys swimming with girls or, or playing, you know, basketball or, or soccer or whatever with, with females, I mean, it, to me, it can't go on forever, and, and eventually it's going to make it to some shape, form, or fashion of court. And this is this is what's going on in current events now, and that's why, which, and that goes along with all of the, the other things that we've, we've talked about to, that deals with all of the, the perversion and the labeling and things like that. So, she, yeah, she, she absolutely knows what a woman is, but just because of the, the political climate, and, and to me – what you're going to have to rule on in the future, um, she's not going to say. And that, that just goes – I mean, that'll, that'll just go ahead and tell you where she's going to stand on it when it comes down the pike. Nauseating. What's next? Oh, nice. Disney's back. Disney's back right where they belong <laughs> in this segment. On the world's foremost popular political podcast. And so continuing, this is the CEO of uh, the Babylon Bee, which if you don't know what the Babylon Bee is, it's a satirical website. They do tons of satire stuff that's, to me, satire humor is, it's funny because it always has a little bit of truth thrown in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this guy made a tweet about Richard Levine, so, which is the admiral of something or another. Is it health? Health and Human Services is he's the yeah. assistant, but he's a cross-dressing man um, that was appointed by the Biden administration, and so the CEO of the Babylon Bee they had released a tweet that basically said something to the tune of, uh, "He's a guy," so because he is uh, talking about referring to to Richard Levine, yes, uh, saying that he's a man, and so Twitter took their page down. So their page is down now, and I think they've taken down the people that even supported the Babylon Bee or said they've taken down more than just them for talking about Dick Levine. And like basically, all they expect from the CEO and Babylon Bee um, in general is complete compliance and absolute submission. Yes. So all we want for you is to delete the post, and then you can speak freely. And by freely, we mean you can speak about what we decide and determine. Within the confines of our idiotic term, perverted terms. Yes. So, but if you go speak in truth, we will have you delete your post again. If 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 terrorists busted in here right now and your life depended on it and they said, uh, we're going to shoot you, you got to pick right. Jack Dorsey has fiddled with a kid or not. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is absolutely yes. a chomo. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that guy's not creepy at all. Allegedly, that, for Jack sure. Jack Dorsey, may, when you see that dude speak, it, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. My, yes. I get ugh, my skin crawls, dude. That guy gives me the daggone willies, dude. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want that dude. But it's like a, like a. Uh, I mean, it's same, same scenario, but they come in and say Zuckerberg is a robot or not. 
is lizard person an option? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's human or no? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No, that's an easy one no. for me, dude. Like, that's the yeah, what I'm saying. If you choose wrong, you die. Yeah. Yep. So ask me again. Like, you're yep. the terrorist, right? Um, and, like, I'm just sitting there. Oh, crap. Terrorists are here. What's up? Zuckerberg, is he human or not? What if I answer wrong? You die. He's not human. I, 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 that's my, <laughs> not human, final answer. Before I do that, I push all the chips in on the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bet the farm on it. He's not. So. Not a human. That's my final. Is that your final answer? Yep. Yeah. But you know on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when they would not wait because they're rushing through these, like, the lower tier questions? Yeah. <clears throat> that whatever that is, final answer. They don't even wait for Regis to ask. Yeah. Not a human, final answer. Let's go. Got a podcast to do. <laughs> Moving forward. Which we always thought on that show was <laughs> when they would do that and they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Final answer. <laughs> oh, that's got to oh, hurt. Oh, was quick to that no button. <laughs> uh, whoopsie. Yeah. Anyways. let's. But this guy right here, he said, I'm not deleting Jack. <laughs> so well, well, so Jack deleted him. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, which I like it. I, yeah. I, I I like the no compromise thing, man. Like, it, I, I do too. But it'd be nice whenever uh, that Truth Social gets going to where this yes. isn't even an issue. That's gonna, in, in my opinion, that's gonna be a game changer. But watch the government try to start to come in and regulate it at that point when it becomes successful and they're not able to curb free speech to the extent that they are now. Let, let's let's see what they do then when you have people like them sitting on the Supreme Court and stacked yeah. throughout the federal government. Yeah, and how will you be able to sway elections uh, via? Uh, uh, information either, suppression. Yeah, suppression or omission. They'll just shut um, down the internet before the elections. Yeah. Of I mean, of things like we talked about last time. Uh, last I believe it was last week uh, on Hunter Biden's laptop. Things like that. So how will you be able to do that if if we have free speech? Stop talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm getting excited. We need we we need to get this over with so I can get to it. You can edit. Yeah, I mean, well, we just got locked out. We got notified that we were locked out last night. We get an email that says. Uh, that we violated the rules for hateful conduct. Um, and they cited a specific article of ours. We were doing a, a satirical take on, um, you know, the US, USA Today recently naming uh, Rachel Levine, a transgender individual, um, as uh, one of their picks for women of the year. So we did the satirical take on this, and, and we named uh, Rachel Levine as our pick for man of the year. Um, and Twitter didn't like that very much. So uh, we ran afoul of their hateful conduct policy and they basically notified us they said look you know your your account's not suspended um you just need to unlock it and you can unlock it by deleting that tweet and we're like well wait a minute um you know deleting that tweet requires that we uh agree that we have uh, violated the hateful conduct policy and we don't agree with that uh we don't believe that speaking the truth is hate speech and you know satire does often speak the truth it does it in a in a humorous or ironic way um but, you know, we stand by the point that we were making in that article. So we're kind of at an impasse here where we can't get our account unlocked because we're not willing to delete that tweet. Yeah, we don't have any intentions of deleting the tweet. Um, you know, there are there are other possible paths forward where we get back onto Twitter. They do have an appeal process that we can go through. We're looking at that. Um, we've been uh, passed some contact information for some people over at Twitter that we'll reach out to and we'll try to talk to them. They may yet reach out to us because this is starting to generate a little bit of media attention. We were trending on, 
on Twitter all morning. So um, I'm not sure, you know, this may resolve itself uh, or we may resolve it going through the appeals process. We're not sure, but we don't have any intention at this time of, of deleting that tweet. I don't think the appeals process is going to do them any good. No, personally, like those, those people never let off the gas. Like, but so you violated, what did, what did they call it? The hate uh, hateful speech. conduct, hateful not, con- not, it wasn't speech. It was conduct. So you violated their, their hateful conduct, uh, policy. They were, condu- they were saying, conducting themselves hatefully by saying that Richard Levine was the man of the year was yes, was man of the year. Uh, Which, and the thing is like, that it's so idiotic that that Richard even got nominated as as woman of the year because I mean honest to God if the, if that guy shaves his head grows a beard for one y- you don't get appointed by the Biden administration for anything because you're just a regular um just a regular pedo competent and instead of I mean you're just a regular pedophile instead of a pedophile that cross dresses and so. <clears throat> You don't, I mean, and then you definitely don't get a, you you don't get nominated for woman of the year. And also you don't get nominated for man of the year because you're just a regular blue collar working class person. Um, I, just like everybody else. I take issue with the fact that some people don't seem to have watched the magical video that we watched last week of Dick Levine, where he talked specific, or I'm sorry, uh, I can't do it. I can't do the sarcasm. <laughs> Where he talked about, I, oh, I, I can, but I can't, I, I will not refer, even being sarcastic, I'm not going to refer to, to it, uh, him as a she. Where he uh, talked about being yourself, and these people can't respect his decision to be himself and call him what he wants to be called, even though he's not that. That's hateful conduct. So because of the Babylon Bee, a satirical website <laughs> is, is being honest and truthful, and they refuse to be involved or engaged in Richard's delusion. They can't speak. Hateful conduct. Absolutely. Terribly hateful. My feelings are hurt. Again, I watched that. Did you hear the music that played in that video last week that we watched? I mean, dude, it was magical. Speaking of magical, we have reached the end of this episode. This is on investmentwatchblog.com. I'm excited. Alleged new Hunter Biden laptop HIV email. You need to get tested for HIV, Haley. This is a uh, this is a tweet. No, this is an Imgur from Jack Maxey. People, there are over 100,000 texts we are curating and 128,000 emails before almost all were hidden in archives and difficult to access without a pertinent search term. We have also found thousands of pictures he thought he deleted. Some stuff I'm uncomfortable even explaining. When I say it is uh, it is over, I mean it. Please pray and keep your constitution close. Going to make sure public crowdsource the emails with redacted comms, bank account numbers, etc. Texts and text less telephone numbers. Trying our best to be responsible, not bring further harm to the victims. Keep all of us in your prayers. Be not af- hashtag be not afraid. Duty on our country. Courage is contagious. Please be patient. We are on the wall. Big love, big love, America. All of us have devoted our lives to keeping you safe. This is one of those emails, allegedly, <clears throat> from Hunter Biden to Haley Biden. So this now, Bo Biden was the you know the the quote unquote good son, the one that died of brain cancer. Follow me still, okay? Haley was his wife. So, 
at a minimum, after he died, Hunter started banging her. So she's a great person, too. And apparently, at some point, she became a crackhead as well. And so there's some redacted stuff. Well, let's read the email first. (laughs) July 27, 2018. This isn't a long time ago, okay? This is the smartest guy that Joe Biden knows. Come on, man. You know the thing. The subject line in all caps. You want to do this or you want me to do it? Because, you know, you you got accused of yelling for doing this. So he's yelling right yeah, now. He's yelling in the subject line. It says, you need to get tested for HIV, Haley. <laughs> I mean, are you excited about this? Please. Is this good stuff or what? I mean, dude, <laughs> this is the smartest guy. This is the president's son. All the stuff they said about Trump's children. And here you have this rotten tooth psycho. This is amazing to me, dude. <laughs> this is the president of the United States' son. And they, they were in corrupt deals together. And here he, you need to get tested for HIV, sister-in-law. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you you need, now here's the body of the email. You need to reform, you need to inform me of the result. Today! All caps. I am getting tested today. I have been sick scared, Haley, and you hand G up on me. He's baked out of his mind when he wrote this. Obviously, the spelling's <laughs> kind of messed up. So you hand G up on me. Yeah, she probably did that too. The love you give is so disturbing. Please stop the bullshit with redacted name. You're going to keep her from. Murr and turn her against me like you are now, then I'll stop talking to her and will not trade to see her at all. I'd rather that you... (laughs) I'd rather that than you continuing to do this to her. It's sick and disturbed. You are not clean or sober, Haley. You found a new release for your poisoned mind. I, too, T-take it anymore. You need serious long-term professional help, and I hope you get it. I promise I will try my best to make that happen. I love you, Haley, even when you are cruel. All caps, yelling again. Get tested and tell me results. Today. Lower caps. <laughs> Today is in lowercase. So, wow. Does this deliver or not? Man, it, wow. I was just looking at the email address, Robert Hunter, R-H-B-D-C, at, I bet that's like gmail.com. I was kind of looking at the same thing, but I, down there at the bottom, I, you would think I that the G, the G would be hanging down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's they may have been. disgusting rotten tooth uh, douchebag.com, <laughs> I, I would think. So. But look at just the manipulation from a, a bona fide manipulative crackhead. Yeah. Uh, look, that's a G. Yeah. That's gmail.com. Yeah, the, I, I guarantee you that right there says HaleyBiden at gmail.com. What, I, what you do can you almost th- see the B. All right, Columbo. Who do you think is uh, behind the redacted name there? I, don't, I have no idea. Well, with that, I wouldn't know. the way he screws up the spelling, no, no, there's no, no telling. No, no, yeah. check it out. Zo- yeah, zoom out. Right yeah, but watch. Please, please stop the BS with blank. You're going to keep her from me. It says, well, it says if right there um, in part of the redacted oh, part. Okay. Please stop the BS with blank if you're going to keep her keep her from Murr and turn her against me like you are. So, so the kid. Yeah, it's his yeah. niece. It's the niece that that he, he was uh, doing 
video chat with while he was naked that they had problem with problems with via text and other emails. Yeah. And so again, like I'm going to tell you this, dude. I I got a niece. If my brother, which she's in her 20s, I think now. If at any point in her life, my brother's like, man, you can't see her anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, and I, I love my niece. It's not against my niece, but like, guys, okay. <laughs> Darn, shoot. What What is the deal? Like, oh, don't keep her from me. Like, do you have any, like, undying need to be around your niece? Anybody? Like, like it's this life or death thing that you would send a cracked out email, like, get tested for AIDS and uh, stop trying to keep her from me. Wait, what? Like, this is the, when we talk about the Biden name being synonymous with not only perversion and corruption, look at this, dude. So, you you got, te- you're going to go get tested. Uh, hey, was it positive? We need to know. Well, the thing is, like, terrorist bust in. Was he positive or not? <laughs> yeah. think so. Well, the thing is, like, it absolutely like it confirms that you two had sex. Look, I'm getting tested because I think I got it. You probably should get tested too because you remember because we just had sex. So no, 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 no. That is not what he did. He yelled at her. He yeah. didn't. He didn't whisper it. Maybe, but see, I think the way he's trying to spin it is like that. She gave it to him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah. they're both on crack. Maybe he, she did. Yeah. But then, it, it, yeah, I'm, I doubt they have AIDS. Hey, I may have got it from you. <laughs> well, because the, the you've been doing all kinds of bad stuff, and not me. I I don't smoke crack, <laughs> and have sex with prostitutes have, while t- while bragging about other prostitutes that also stole <laughs> a different laptop. Yeah, I definitely got it from you, and not the prostitutes. <laughs> the picture of him passed out in the tub with a <laughs> with a cigarette, dude. Uh, there's one with a crack pipe in his mouth when he's passed out, which is awesome. I'm I'm just at a loss, dude. That's that's one of the, my favorite stories that we've ever covered on here. He's a he's the smartest guy I know. And like, what kind of dirt bag is is Haley Biden? Like, and so because the, the weird thing is, man, like, um, I don't know a lot about Bo Biden, but dude had been in the military. He had his foundation or whatever. He didn't seem to be as big of a dirt bag as these other ones, but he could have been. Don't know whatever. But there there was talk of him talking about the family business and he was not a fan and then he got a rare form of brain cancer and croaked and then she started like so she's oh well i'm not benefiting from the biden family corruption well maybe i'll just jump on this crackhead right here like the the crappy one's still alive the the corrupt crooked one's still alive maybe i'll just jump into the sack with this guy and then but look again at the obsession with the child in this equation you know your your dad is a is a child sniffing groping wacko, sick sick pervert, and my my wife had sent a thing earlier about the uh, like the like the the steps of grooming a child or whatever, and like they, they, Joe Biden pretty much checks every single box of like the different stages of child grooming, and uh, and which you know there there was things in those texts and emails that was talking about so Joe Biden's daughter remembered, and maybe that was the diary. The Project Veritas got in trouble for where Joe Biden was showering with her when she was 11 years old. Yeah, I believe it was. And I wonder if he was asking her about the the hair on his legs standing up and pushing it down and all that stuff like he did with <laughs> Corn Pop and the cockroaches. That's real. Yeah. No, well, I mean, Corn Pop specifically didn't rub the hair down, but he knows a thing about cockroaches because they were rubbing the hair on his leg. And he loves kids sitting it was in long. his lap. And it, well, yeah, he does love kids sitting in his lap. He said that, not mine. If Reverso was here, we'd pull that clip. Corn Pop, bad dude. Ran a lot of bad boys. So, 
And when you're looking at the stuff that we opened with about the election fraud, and this is the kind of idiots that they put in power. I mean, dude, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, so they say. This this is this is and, and what I was trying to say earlier, like Michael Avenatti, that, that Donald Trump Jr. is gonna wind up in prison and he's gonna get Trump behind bars, all these different things. They they did what they did with the election rigging to install this. And that right now, the things that are going on in, in Ukraine, in my opinion, have a lot to do with covering up a lot of this. And this this is what we got. I, I just... <laughs> when you see people like this, usually their family alienates them eventually. Like, a, lo- a lot of parents will, will prop this behavior up long-term and, and just keep giving a drunk a drink, and it'll go from bad to worse until they're either dead or in prison. My question is, when is this bastard going to die? <laughs> no, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Because Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show, but that's too true for radio.